This podcast is brought to you by the Female Health Hub. The Female Health Hub is my online fertility and period program that is designed to change your life in just 90 days. Because believe it or not, 90 days is all it takes to change the quality of your hormones and mature one single egg. We set this course up during lockdown because we wanted to get the information out to as many people as possible. And we have helped over 45 women get pregnant, period pains have vanished, heavy periods have normalized, irregular periods have become regular, women are ovulating, weight loss has become effortless, moods have improved, skin has cleared up, everyone is just feeling so much better just through tiny upgrades to their life. The first step is about understanding your body. And the second is about knowing exactly how to nourish it to bring you back into balance. There's no calorie counting or set meal plans and I don't get you to exercise profusely. It's just very gentle and it's beautiful because it's about connecting to your own unique cycle. I would love to help you. And if this is right up your street and you're interested and you want to make a change for 2022, then visit my website, jodiebramman.com. And welcome to the Female Health Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Jodie Bradman. With every episode, I'm here to talk about female health and living a massively fulfilled life. I want to help figure out why we're here, how we can live our best life ever, and how we can tap into those amazing feminine vibes that seem to have got lost somewhere along the way in this crazy modern world we're living in. Okay, let's do this. In this episode of the podcast, I chat with nurse, dental health expert, and founder of Primal Life Organics, Trina Felber. We talk about how much our dental health affects every area of our body and our fertility, why bad breath isn't normal, even in the mornings, the impact of our diet on our teeth, why most dental health products are actually ruining our teeth, and how Trina created the most incredible remineralizing products. And we also chat about why we should be taping our mouth closed when we sleep. No, I'm not joking. It's one of the most fascinating episodes I've actually ever recorded. And since speaking to Trina, I've really, really been taking care of my mouth. If you're anything like me, you'll probably want to order some of her incredible products too. So we've actually got an amazing 60% off link. So make sure that you click the show notes afterwards and bag yourself some goodies. Please let me know what you think of this episode, if it has changed the way you look at your dental health. And I will see you soon. Please share and subscribe and I hope you enjoy. Hi, Trina. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jody. I'm super excited to mouth off with you today. <laughs> I love that start. Do you know what? Everything about your brand is just, it just makes me laugh. All of your marketing stuff, the names for your products. I'm not it just I love your energy around it so funny <laughs> thank you I'm so we, excited go on sorry what were you gonna say oh no we we always try and make it make you smile with our brand so that that's our goal make you smile because you're gonna love your smile once you once you're using our products it definitely works it definitely works and yes I love love your products but for those that don't know who you are can you just tell us about you and your amazing brand because I'm so excited to talk to you about oral health and why it's so important. Absolutely. Yes. My background is um, in nursing. I've been a nurse since I was 23 and I'm now 53 years old. So 30 years, I can't believe it's been 30 years. Um, I don't practice anymore, but I have a master's degree in anesthesia. And uh, that's really my background as far as caring about the body 
and allowing the body to go back to a natural state, especially after you've, you know, been sick for a while or used bad things, whatever the issue might be, have gut problems. I really always just want your body to be able to go back to normal because when it functions optimally, you can be as healthy as possible. And when you're as healthy as possible, your skin looks really good, your teeth are good, and the rest of you can feel and look much better as well. So um, my background's nursing. And then I got into creating dental products primarily because my daughter at the age of two had a molar come in that had a natural defect in it, like a natural cavity in it, which I didn't even know was a possibility. Mm. But apparently in utero during development, um, when that tooth was being developed, I probably had either uh, an infection or like a viral infection, a bacterial infection, or possibly stress or something happened that that tooth had a, a natural defect. So my husband's brushing her tooth, teeth one morning and he sees that defect and a molar that just came in and he says, oh my gosh, what's this? I, I looked at it and I said, oh, let's take her to the dentist. We took her to the dentist. He took one look at the tooth and said, that's a natural defect. We're probably gonna have to pull that tooth within a year. What we'll do right now is we'll just put a temporary filling in it and the filling will probably fall out every two to three months. And every time the temporary filling falls out, we'll just decide if now's the time to, to pull the tooth or just put another temporary filling in it. So when we were leaving, the dentist looks at me and he, he knew I was upset because I, I know every tooth is connected to an organ. And if you pull a tooth, you sever that um, connection for the life of that tooth or for life. So I really wanted to keep that connection. I knew how important that was. So he says to me, don't worry, mom, we put a temporary filling in it. Now we just hope for the best. And I thought, oh my gosh, there's no way this mom hope for the best. Yeah. So I went back, I went home and I start. I'd already been making skincare products. So I thought, gosh, I wonder, I wonder what, you know, what I could do if, if I'm using the best for dental help, maybe there's something I could improve. I don't know. So I started doing my research. I found Dr. Weston A. Price, who was a dentist in the early 1900s, discovered the link between sugar and cavities. And I followed his research, realizing that there are three really important things in, that your dental products have to have in order to keep your mouth healthy. And if your mouth is healthy, the rest of your body can be healthy. So basically that's what I did. I researched Dr. Weston A. Price. I formulated my entire dental product line based off of his research. My daughter's tooth that was supposed to be pulled within a year fell out naturally at the age of 12. And that filling, that originally original filling that was supposed to last two months, last the lifetime of the tooth. It was in wow. for 10 years. She never had an issue. In fact, when that tooth was pulled, you could see that the enamel had grown over to protect that temporary filling so that wow. bacteria and things couldn't get inside and damage the inside of the tooth. It was spectacular. So that's my story on dental health. That's how I became this dental health guru. Oh, that's amazing. I feel like mom life kind of propels you to just be a superhero. Like I've got to just get all the information, but that's phenomenal. Although now I've kind of got even more questions because I had no idea that there was a link between what went in, what, what your teeth are doing and the organs. 
Oh, 100%. So the link that I was talking about the connection. So every tooth, if you think about a meridian, like the, the meridians for like acupuncture or acupressure, um, every tooth has like a meridian channel that goes directly to, to an organ. Usually it's one to three organs it's connected to what's happening in birth or, or not birth, but in, um, in utero, when you're being developed is when one tooth is being developed, it's being developed at the same time as a, an organ. So that's what that connection is. There's a connection. And when you pull the tooth, there's that you sever that connection. What's interesting is because of this meridian connection, like you have a problem with your tooth. You may not have any pain with that tooth. You might not have any discomfort, no signs, but you could have problems with an organ, whatever organ is connected. So you might have a stomach ache, you might have gallbladder pains and they keep testing and you've got no problems with your stomach or gallbladder. And it might be the tooth. The opposite is exactly the same. You could be having problems with your tooth and the dentist is like, no, there's no problem. You're, that tooth looks great. It's no problem. And it could be signaling to you that the organ, like your gallbladder is in trouble and you need help, you know, some, you need to do something about that. So that's the main wow. reason that I didn't want to sever it. But your mouth is directly connected in other ways. Your mouth is directly connected to your health. And by that, I mean your, your gum health, your gums have, um, it, it, you've heard of leaky gut syndrome with the bacteria dysbiosis in the gut. Well, your gut really starts inside your mouth. That's really the start of your digestive system. And that track that runs completely through you is what I call outside the body. When you think of it as a tube, that tube, everything inside that tube is still outside of your body. It's like a little tunnel. And when this, this area inside that tube from your mouth, your gums, all the way through your intestines, when the, the inside of your intestines or your mouth gets, gets leaky, or it, it gets um, where the junctions get, get wider, things can pass through that can cause issues. And what they've discovered is when you have problems with your gums, you have gum disease, gum recession, bleeding gums, that kind of thing, bacteria and proteins that aren't supposed to get inside your body can then get through those junctions, get into your, into your gum tissue. And since your gums are highly vascular, the problem is that instead of like traveling like to your liver or somewhere to get detoxified or, or, or killed. What happens is that bacteria or the proteins travel in your bloodstream throughout your body. And that's why it's not just related to one thing. It's related to multiple health issues, such as heart disease or diabetes, Alzheimer's, even preterm labor, wow. infertility, um, and, and, you know, erectile dysfunction for both men and women um, is related directly to oral health. Baby, baby's health status and baby's oral health is also directly related to mom's oral health. That's how important it really is. Wow. This is so fascinating because I've, I've studied the gut and I've studied the vaginal microbiome and I know how that can play out, but I have never looked into gut health and how much that can be related. And that's actually one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about. How does our gut affect our fertility and like, our, can it affect our period health? I guess for this exact reason, the leaky gut side of it. What The gums, the leaky gums? Leaky, leaky like gums, sorry. Mom. So used to saying gut. Yeah. 
so let me give you a little story. This is how, um, this, this is a fascinating story. It was told to me by a chiropractor who's a friend of mine who had a friend go into preterm labor and she was early. She was like, the baby wasn't viable when she went into preterm labor. So they put her, what we do, you know, I'm, I'm a nurse anesthetist, so I've been a part of numerous ones. You know, it's very scary. You put mom, this is her head. You put mom, like we call it Trendelenburg. So you put her in a bed lying flat with her head down so that your gravity will help keep baby inside. And then they do different types of, they'll put like progesterone cream and things like that to keep the uterus closed. And then they also just try to um, give them magnesium, which will reduce the contractions, hoping to keep baby safe to a viable age. Well, this woman was in preterm labor on her head on high doses of magnesium and everything else to try and save that, that pregnancy. And, um, it, it, she'd been in that situation for a while when finally someone brought a dentist in to look inside her mouth. And what he found was she had an abscess. She had a abscess in one of her teeth. And he's treated her abscess. And as soon as he started treating her abscess, her preterm labor went away. She actually was discharged from the hospital, standing, walking, which is, you know, not called like totally out of that picture when she was standing on her, left the hospital and delivered a, a full-term baby, healthy full-term baby. But it was related to an abscess in her tooth that, that preterm labor, that is how related your mouth is to everything. Like if it can affect your uterus like that, it can affect every organ in your body like that. And it has to do with the fact that your mouth is your protector. Like we've heard the saying, or I've heard the saying when I was little, good health starts inside your mouth. And if your mouth isn't healthy, that's exactly where it ends. You don't have, you know, that, it's your, it's your gatekeeper. It's your front door. And if your, your junctions are wide and open, it's allowing things in to your body that aren't supposed to be in your body. And then they travel mm. everywhere and it causes inflammation. All of these things cause inflammatory markers to increase. And the other problem is, is when you talk about digestive gut dysbiosis in your gut, most people don't realize that they're swallowing everything. It's like gross. You're swallowing every <laughs> single thing that's inside your mouth. Like, think about it. Like yeah. if you breathe in pollution, you're breathing in everything, you know, as someone sneezes, no matter what, anything that lands oh. inside your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's gross, but you swallow it. But the problem really in, in reality, this is the way your mouth was designed to work. Your mouth is supposed to kill everything. Like you're the bacteria, the viruses, all that yucky stuff, the fungus, you are supposed to have proteins that are antimicrobial, antibacterial, antifungal in your saliva. But because of the way we've been eating, we eat, you know, more processed foods, foods are very acidic. And now the stuff that we're brushing our teeth with, the stuff that we're being sold on the general market, is increasing the acids in our mouth. It's not doing the three things that I learned about. So it's creating more acid in your mouth, which is wearing away at your enamel and your gum tissue, and now setting you up for um, this dysbiosis of bacteria, the wrong bacteria inside your mouth. Now you're swallowing everything and your gut is never gonna be fully healthy. Even if you take probiotics, you eat healthy that way, your gut will never be healthy because you're swallowing the bad bacteria that's just festering inside your mouth. Wow, this is terrifying, but also 
like it's easy. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yes, but the interesting thing, the, the interesting thing, Jody, is that it's really simple to make the switch, to change your mouth from this nasty thing that's growing all these bad things to being a healthy mouth that has good bacteria. It's not hard. In fact, it's so easy that I don't really ask you to do anything that you're not really already doing. I'm just going to switch what you're using to use something healthy. Mm, You've got to tell us about your products and full disclaimer. I have been using these products. They're amazing. I've only been using them for about a week, but you're going to have to tell us more, but I just want to sort of say, prepare yourself everybody because you are going to want them I've been brushing my teeth and it feels like I'm not even brushing them and yet my mouth has never felt fresher my teeth I run my tongue over my teeth and it's like just smooth and it feels so good (laughs) but you you have to tell us let me tell you really quick let me tell you what to look for like what's in uh or the three things that you really want to look for because I want people to realize that you know I want you to look at what you're using at home and understand why it's not doing what what it should be doing or why your dental checkups aren't getting better, why you still have a mouth that has bad breath. Mm. By the way, we shouldn't have bad breath. Bad breath is, we believe, we've been trained or we've been brainwashed into believing that bad breath is normal and it's not. Bad breath is a sign to your body. It's probably the first sign that you have an imbalance in the bacteria. The good bacteria inside your mouth will not give you bad breath, bad bacteria bacteria will. So if you have bad breath, if you have morning breath, midday, it's stale. It's primarily because you have the bad bacteria inside your mouth, but you can switch that. So the three things to look for, this is, this is how I built my, my dental products. So, um, but off of the research of Dr. Westney Price, I found that the products have to be alkaline in order for, let me show you my tooth here in order for minerals to go back into your enamel from the foods that you're eating, like carrots and broccoli and stuff like that, um, you're, it has to be alkaline inside your mouth. And unfortunately, if you have a mouth with the, full of the wrong bacteria, the bad bacteria creates acid. When it's acidic, even if you're eating broccoli or carrots or, or something that has minerals in it, the minerals are never going to go back into your enamel. So what happens is when it's acidic is when we lose minerals. So if your mouth has the wrong bacteria, you are constantly losing minerals and you are constantly weakening your enamel, losing the the minerals from your enamel. But it's super easy to switch. So the first thing is your products have to be alkaline and they have to have minerals in them. And um, but by alkaline, the best thing to look for to signify that your dental products are alkaline is baking soda. Baking soda is food grade, like it's a food grade ingredient. We use it in baking things, but it's it's it doesn't have minerals in it. So it's um, not, it shouldn't be used alone. I know a lot of people brush with baking soda. I always get the you know, question, can I just brush with baking soda? And while you can, um, it's not going to damage your enamel and it's not going to, you know, it's going to allow your good bacteria to grow. It's not going to put minerals back in your teeth because it doesn't have minerals in it. So baking soda to show that it's alkaline. Mineral content is extremely important. So clay, I use a blend of three clays in my dirty mouth tooth powder. The clay has the right form and the right kind of minerals to go back in your teeth. Your teeth are primarily calcium and phos, but there's also manganese and silica and magnesium um, minerals in there. And if you lose a calcium and you don't have calcium present, you have manganese, 
the, the calcium is not going to go back in. If you have man, if you lost a manganese and only have calcium available, calcium and phos, you won't put the mineral back in. So it's a lock and key. It has to be the right mineral, the mineral that you lost to go back in. So clay is really good because it has not just calcium and phosphorus, but it also has a bunch of other minerals in it as well. And then um, the other thing I use, uh, hydroxyapatite. Hydroxyapatite is great. It's calcium phosphorus. It's the exact same thing that's in your enamel, but it doesn't have the other minerals, which is why I blend my hydroxyapatite with my a blend of three different clays as well. And then the last thing is that it has to be detoxifying. So it has to pull toxins from the tissues of your mouth. So for your, from your tongue, from your cheeks, from your, from your gum tissue, from your teeth, all of these things are exposed to toxins and pollution and foods and things like that, that we eat, and they can get stuck or get um, embedded into the tissues and you don't want them to get into your bloodstream. So you want to be able to pull them out before they get into your bloodstream. Clay does that very well, which is why I've always used a clay base um, for my tooth powder. The blend of three clays is, um, is really good at pulling the toxins and keeping your mouth clean while supporting your good bacteria. What's interesting is the wrong bacteria, bad bacteria doesn't like alkaline environment. It likes only an acidic environment. So if you're brushing with something that's alkaline twice a day, you're pretty much destroying the environment that that bacteria can live in. And you end up with a fresher, fresher mouth, fresher tasting breath, better tasting food, better dental checkups, thicker, harder enamel, which is cavity resistant instead of being weak and then ending up with cavities or sensitive teeth. So you can actually build up your enamel. 100%. As long as you're using the right product. So I always have dental hygienists. They love to argue with me on this. Um, they always tell me, you know, I'll, I'll have a post and they'll be like, you got to stop saying this. You can't remineralize your teeth. And I always tell them they're absolutely right. They are 100% right. And they are 100% wrong. They are 100% right when they're talking about brushing with, you know, the mainstream, the C brands, or, you know, this, the mouthwash that has alcohol in it, anything that doesn't have those three things that I talked about, you will 100% never rebuild back your enamel because they're acidic by nature and they don't have any, um, any, anything in it that's going to remineralize your teeth. On the other hand, if you do what I'm telling you to do, if you do my dental protocol, if you use my dirty mouth tooth powder and my, my gum serum um, and the, the teeth whitening system even, you 100% can rebuild your enamel. Will you? It depends on a lot of things. It depends on your diet. It depends on your immune system. It depends on a lot of factors, but you have the opportunity if you're using the right products inside your mouth to build back your health. And that starts inside your mouth as well as taking care of the rest of your body. And you've mentioned diet. Now I've seen that you are an advocate of paleo. Are you, are you still, well, I saw on your website, you were like paleo. Are you following paleo protocols? Do you recommend that everyone follow paleo protocols? Is there a I certain yeah, diet for your team? I, you know, I do paleo for myself. I, you know, it's uh, what keeps me um, healthy. It keeps my gut healthy. It keeps my brain healthy. You know, I've eliminated sugar from my diet. I rarely eat sugar. I rarely eat anything that's off the paleo diet. Um, 
I'm a little bit more strict than actual paleo because there's a lot of, there's some things I don't, I don't eat. Like I, I really do try to, I don't even just eat gluten-free. I, I really try to eat real vegetables and fruits. Like I just had a salad and that's my typical, if it's in the raw form, that's what I eat. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't eat a lot of off, you know, anything that's processed, even when it is paleo. So, um, but I do recommend people really, ch- you know, I challenge them to look at your diet. So many diseases obesity is directly linked to sugar. Sugar is, you know, in everything, even paleo foods, even gluten-free foods. So we have to get away from labeling ourselves so much and just say what you just don't want. Like, I don't want sugar. So I'm omitting anything that's got sugar in it. And your body doesn't need sugar to survive. It actually sugar is probably the worst thing that you can put inside your body because of the detrimental effects, not just on, on your mouth and your teeth, like sugar is directly related to the bad bacteria inside your mouth, gum disease, which then in cavities, which is then all from there, it spreads heart disease, obesity, diabetes, thyroid disease. You know, I mean, you can see that link and it just spiders from your mouth internally. So I usually tell people, you know, really start with what feels right for you, but really definitely take a look at your diet as far as the sugar content and then go from there. Mm. And would you, do you classify or do you bring everything together like fruit sugars or you just, you know, sugar cane or do you have dates? Like, because I know so many people have different sugar boundaries. Date sugar is actually okay. So I will make cookies. I have cookies that I make with three ingredients. It's sunflower butter, it's date sugar and egg, and that's it. And those cookies, and then you can put some dark, just dark chocolate, chocolate, no sugar, chocolate, dark chocolate um, chips in them. They're so good. They're like a chocolate chip cookie. They're really, really good. Um, I, I truly have eliminated almost everything. I don't really eat fruit. I will eat berries because they're very low in sugar. I will eat berries. Um, but I, I truly have tried to stay away with, away from sugar. Um, and it, you know, it's really interesting. My daughter is 13 years old and when she turned 13, she'll be 14 this summer, um, in a couple months here. But when she turned 13, she decided that she was going to go off sugar. And I didn't know whether she'd be able to do it. She was 13, you know, how the heck is it, you know, how is a 13 year old going to do that? Yeah. She went off sugar and she, she still, this has probably been eight or nine months now, nine months. She will very, very rarely eat sugar. I'll tell you what, and by no means was she overweight. I don't want anyone to think I'm judging my daughter. This is just a, a testament of how bad sugar is for you. She dropped 12 pounds in three weeks and did not do anything different than get rid of all the sugar in the diet. And, um, she's kept her weight normal and, you know, she eats healthy. She's, you know, active, nothing else has changed. And it's just a real, it's, it's a power, you know, struggle with sugar. It really is, but she's done phenomenal. In fact, most people can't believe she's 13 and doesn't eat sugar. She's got the willpower, but Again, once you don't eat it, you don't miss it. You, she doesn't miss it. Occasionally she'll look at something and be like, oh my God, that looks so good. But I don't want to feel like that afterwards. So yeah. it's, it's understanding what sugar does to your body. And your taste buds change as well. Like I used to be an absolute sugar fiend. And like now if I taste a bit, it's never how I remember. It's so sweet and sickly. And I'm like, just get it away from me. I, but- yeah. 
Um, I, I was just going to ask you, I kind of want to go back to the tea thing again, because we, you spoke about that it, you can remineralize and build up the enamel. You also mentioned things like receding gums can affect your health. Now I have receding gums. They have just been receding since I was younger. I just assumed it was a genetic thing. My parents have it. Can you, how can you deal with that? How can you support that? I know you've got your um, light system, but can, can they change or do you just sort of protect them from getting worse? There's two things. It's, it's like a two-step for your gum tissue. So your gums are epithelial cells, which is basically the same type of tissue that's your cells in your skin. So when you cut your skin, your skin heals and regenerates. You regenerate the tissue to close the wound. So it's basically the same thing with your gums, but the, the problem is the, the gum tissue is exposed to acids because the foods we eat, even if you're not eating sugar, you know, I still drink coffee, coffee's acidic. I still eat red meat, red meat is acidic. You know, a lot of the things that we eat and drink are acidic by nature. So your, your gums are always gonna be exposed. What I tell people is it's a two-part fix for your gums. Yes, you can regenerate your gums. Um, They can regenerate. It's just a really long process. So I wouldn't expect miracles overnight. Although I just had a customer put a comment on our, one of our Instagram that I, and I'll show you guys, I'll talk about this device in a second, but she started using our um, teeth whitening system, which has red light, which is specifically for the gum tissue. Um, But she'd been using it. I think she said for four months and she, her gum recession had healed by 75%. She'd been to the dentist and she could tell herself, but her dentist was like, oh my gosh, your gums are 75% back to where they should be. So she's using the LED system. She's using my, um, my tooth powder, the detox kit. And, uh, she said that she's well on her way. So she's a total believer, but basically, um, we were talking about, um, you know, the, what you use inside your mouth, if it's creating more acid, um, it's actually setting you up to be acidic all day and preventing your saliva, your saliva is your body's natural way of protecting you your saliva i say it's the body secretion no one's talking about and it's probably your first line of defense it's very protective it's 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 not alkaline your saliva is pretty neutral but back in the day we have to remember how we were created and our ancestors um they ate healthier than us. Like sugar's only been around, I don't know, a hundred or 200 years. I don't know how long, but in the span of humanity, it's not very long that we've been eating sugar. So our ancestors, they were eating primarily foods grown from the earth, fruits and vegetables and meat and things like that. Nothing that was um, processed and and sugar um, infested. So our saliva was neutral. It was meant to just neutralize acids that were more weak when we ate, but we were also eating things that were alkaline more than we were eating acids. So our saliva was just meant to neutralize that, wash it away, keep us protected, grow the good bacteria and your saliva has minerals in it. So while it was neutralizing the acids, it was supposed to be putting the minerals back in your teeth. But as we evolved and our diet has devolved, we have started eating, you know, our, the, our saliva can no longer neutralize our, our acids in our mouth because our mouth is so acidic. 
our, our saliva is rendered completely incompetent. We pretty much, you know, if your mouth is too acidic, you're brushing with the wrong stuff, you're eating the wrong types of food with sugar and you have bad breath and you have bad breath, it means your saliva is not working right. Your saliva is not working because it's too acidic to work. Uh, so really what we need to do is stop the reason that that's happening. And part of the reason is diet. And the other part is what you're brushing with. And if you can stop the process, that's the first part. And then the rebuilding of your gum tissue, re remineralizing of your teeth happens after that. But you have to stop the reason that it's happening. So with the red light, so this is my real white teeth whitening system. I'll show you guys the, the package here. So it's real white teeth whitening system. When you turn it on, you have two, two color options. You have blue, you have red, and then you have blue and red light. So these are LED lights. They are set to the right uh, nanometers for your mouth. So you put this device inside your mouth, and um, you choose the treatment over both of them. So I'll start with red light since we were talking about it. Red light, red light therapy for your gum tissue does the same thing red light therapy does for your skin. Just set it at a different frequency for your gum tissue. Red light therapy penetrates the skin. So it penetrates your gums. It can actually get to the pockets as, you know, if it can penetrate deep enough and it penetrates the tissue beneath, between your teeth. So when you think about your gum tissue between your teeth, that's pretty much a lot of times where the disease starts to happen. It's between the teeth because a lot of us don't floss properly. We don't brush properly. And, you know, the bacteria knows how to hide, knows how to hide under the gums and between the teeth. So this can actually penetrate between the teeth to get to the gum tissue and into the pockets. And red light therapy increases blood flow, reduces inflammation and stimulates collagen production, which is extremely important inside your mouth. You wanna get rid of the inflammation of the gums. You wanna increase blood flow, you increase blood flow, you get rid of inflammation, you get rid of toxins, and you can increase the healing nutrients that can get to your gum tissue. And then the collagen, your gums are, collagen's a big part of why your gums are receding. You're losing collagen. So by replacing the collagen, that's where you're gonna get that boost and the regeneration can happen. But you also have collagen in your, in your bone structure beneath your gums. So it's important for both. So that's what red light does. Red light doesn't really do anything with your, 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 the color of your teeth or anything like that. It's primarily for your gums. So if you're doing a red light treatment, you can do a five minute red light treatment. If you have problems with your gums, five minutes is good. 10 minutes is good. 15 minutes is good. You can choose. Um, blue light is specifically for, a, uh, it has a little bit of a whitening effect on your enamel. And the whitening effect primarily comes from the bacteria because it can kill the bacteria that causes plaque or causes the discoloration of your teeth. Blue light, Harvard did a study on blue light. What they found is that the bacteria that lives inside the mouth, the bad stuff that causes all the bad things has this little red piece to it. And why that's important is because when that little red piece is exposed to blue light, that red piece of that bacteria explodes. And when it explodes, it kills the bacteria, which means that your teeth and your gums become healthier. Remember, Blue light penetrates, light therapy penetrates into the tissue. Same thing as red light, it can get into the pockets. So this is really gonna blast out those bugs that you don't want inside your mouth um, with the red light. And then that's gonna help with your teeth whitening. But the gel that comes in the system, I'll show you guys, you get 
10. I'm missing one because it was on my desk. Um, the gel pods, if I can find it, I'll pull one more out. Gel pods are um, peroxide free. Um, let me talk really quick about how peroxide works because that's the leading whitening agent used on, um, on the teeth. Um, bleach is, you know, there's a lot of different bleaches, but peroxide is the most common. So when your enamel gets really thin, which is common for anyone over the age of 30, when you, when you hit your thirties, your enamel is starting to get thin, unless you've changed to using a system like mine, which is going to help keep your enamel thicker. But when your enamel starts to get thin, of course, it's going to look dingy from this coffee stains and things like that, but that's easy to remove. What's hard is that inside your enamel is your dentin. And this layer is really a bluish color or it's a yellowish or a grayish color. So when your enamel starts to get really thin and your teeth start to look like almost transparent and you see that dingy bluish grayish tint, it's really because your enamel is thin and you, what you're seeing is your dentin. Now your dentin is more fluid filled. So it's kind of squishy and it's squishy because Underneath inside your dentin is what we call your pulp, which has your blood vessels and your nerves in it. So this is really protecting this. And what happens is with every bite, because it's kind of squishy in there, you, it's like the shock absorber. You don't feel everything that you're, you know, every time you're biting down, it's really that shock absorber. So your dentin is really important because it has proteins that are antimicrobial and antibacterial. It's going to help prevent infection from inside your dent in, inside your tooth from getting into the pulp and really destroying your tooth. And um, it's got minerals in it. That's why it's not quite as, um, it's not just liquid. It's kind of a dense, like squishy type of um, consistency. But this is how peroxide works. So peroxide pulls the fluid out of your dentin. So I, I, I say dehydrate your dentin because if you pull the fluid out, this is going to change to be more opaque. So it's not going to look as gray or blue. It's going to look clearer because you dehydrated, you pulled the fluid out. So basically what happened is your tooth looks a lot wider because you've pulled the fluid out, but you've just destroyed the infrastructure of your tooth. Now your tooth is weak from the inside. So now you are at increased risk of having any kind of fracture to your tooth or any kind of um, infection in your tooth. So that's how your teeth really become infected or, you know, really damaged, especially when using peroxide. So when I developed my teeth whitening system, I really wanted to address the root cause of like a dingy looking smile. The root cause isn't coming from the dentin. It's coming because your enamel is so thin, you see the dentin. So I wanted to rebuild the enamel so your teeth are really, really hard, really, really white because your enamel is the whitest part. That's the white part of your smile. So what I did is I created my teeth whitening um, gel that is an oil base olive oil. Olive oil is very good, not just for your gum tissue, but it's really good for your teeth. 
It's really good. It's got a lot of nutrients. It's going to be nourishing, not going to be painful at all. If you've ever done a peroxide treatment, you've gotten that pain. It's all related to the peroxide or the bleaches. So my system will not cause pain. Even if you have sensitive teeth, it's actually going to rebuild, remineralize and get rid of those sensitive, those sensitivities over time. So it's an olive oil base. It has a blend of two clays to put the minerals back in, rebuild that, those minerals, build up the enamel, make them whiter from the outside, has hydroxyapatite for the same reason, put those minerals in, make them whiter. And then it has a natural stain remover, which is made from a food, but it's a natural enzyme that's gonna work off the stains along with the clay, has a little bit of activated charcoal, gonna help detox the mouth and the gum tissue, but also the teeth and whiten and remove stains. And then it has essential oils that's gonna support the microbiome, support the gum tissue and also help whiten the teeth. So this system, and by the, by the way, Jody, anyone that um, clicks through the links that you're going to give them will save 60% off the website. So that just make sure they click through your links so they can save 60% off, but you just use this system. And, and most people, they ask me, what do I use blue, red, or both? What I tell people is if you have um, if you have bacteria in, in your mouth, and, and this isn't like forever, this is just until you notice that your mouth is better. So if you have a problem with bad breath or bacteria or plaque buildup, start with 15 minutes of the blue. If you have gum recession or gum disease, you want to do the red. If your teeth and your gums are pretty healthy, then you can do a blend of both, but it's 15 minutes, five days a week, for four weeks. And that's what you get in the kit. You get everything you need for one month. And then after that, I tell people it's best to do it twice a week for life, because that's going to help keep your enamel and your gums healthy um, for the life of your teeth. And you, you want to take them to your grave. So really for, yeah. for the rest of your life, you can keep them healthy. And with the red light therapy, do you still need the gel? Do you put the gel in? Um, you can do the gel. If you're going to do a long treatment, I usually tell people to do the gel because the gum, the, the red light is going to get to your, your um, gum tissue. Um, but the gel is going to be there more for your enamel to okay. build up. So you'll be able to build up and you'll get the whitening effect, but, but the strengthening of your enamel. So yes, I usually tell people to do both. And if you have both receding gums and you're concerned about the plaque, do you, is the dual treatment okay or you just start with one and then do the you, other you can do the dual treatment or you can do a split if you want you can do one day red one day blue one day red one day blue until you notice that something's improving more than the other and you know i just tell people just individualize it for what you feel um it is your priority for that moment for that day and if it's both then just do an alternating red blue red blue until both look really good then you can just do usually after about a month you're pretty good and you know for your maintenance you can just do the red and blue okay I'm sort of being like asking personal questions now because I, I bought the thing for receding gums and now I'm like oh I want white teeth <laughs> let me put this in <laughs> okay. yeah amazing um I feel like I've still got loads of questions there was something that you were speaking about and I heard you talk about once that was about pregnancy and why your teeth can change so much because this is actually what happened to me I had the healthiest teeth I got pregnant and I couldn't brush my teeth I was in so much pain everything was inflamed um, at least at the, the first trimester and then since I've had him it's just like my, my teeth feel like they're falling apart 
why is- I, I can tell you exactly what happened. Um, and, and I had to, I had to reverse engineer what was happening because I did okay through my pregnancies. Um, but for my second pregnancy, I was using my tooth powder, but I had, I was on a mom's podcast once and they asked me, you know, why do moms get one cavity for every baby born? And I was like, huh, what are you talking about? That's a thing. Well, I guess it's a thing, you know, a sensitive teeth, you know, here's what's happening. So, you know, you're developing a, a baby who has, you know, has to develop teeth and bone. They need all their teeth and all their bones developed and hard before they they exit the womb, really. And so what's happening is um, even when you're taking prenatal vitamins, baby, like you got to think about like how much bone tissue and teeth, like they're, they're building and where are they getting the calcium and phos and these minerals from? Well, they're getting them from mom and mom is very happy to give them away. So here's, there's two reasons um, that, that moms end up with either sensitive teeth or cavities or both after baby's born. And uh, it could be caused by one or both of these. So it doesn't matter if it's just one or both. And, and the severity could be to, related to if it is both. Um, first off, we have to remember if you have any digestive issues, if you have you know leaky gut syndrome, SIBO, uh, Crohn's, anything where you're not absorbing your food, malabsorption syndrome, um, even if you're taking supplements, so you're taking your multivitamin, you're taking supplements, you're not absorbing them. Most of what you're taking is exiting your body without entering your body, which means it's doing you no good. So mom is becoming mineral depleted because she's not really absorbing the, the nutrients from her food or her supplements anyway. So fixing your gut is priority as well. So, um, you know, if anybody feels like that might be them, that's not this talk, but make sure you, you know, work on that, whatever digestive issue, whether it's SIBO or whatever, um, you gotta, you kind of gotta fix those issues aside from that. Um, but what's happening on the inside, so you're mineral depleted, possibly because you're not absorbing them. Baby's taking what you've got. So even if you are mineral depleted, baby's even taking, you know, everything you got. And what happens with your saliva is that your saliva is one of the least, you know, it's not an, um, a vital, a vital secretion like we say vital organs, you know, when you're in a stress situation, blood gets shunted to your vital organs. Well, when you're in a stressful situation, developing a baby and your mineral depleted, your minerals are going to be shunted to your vital organs, which would be your baby, your bone, you know, your joints, your stuff like that. Saliva gets what's left over. Saliva is kind of like, okay, you guys, they'll take everything and I'll get what's left over. So your saliva becomes mineral depleted, which means that your 24 seven washing of your teeth with your saliva no longer has a good high mineral content in it. And if your mouth is acidic anyway, you're not going to put any minerals back in your teeth. But if you do have an alkaline mouth, your minerals from your saliva is very low concentrated. So you're not going to be remineralized. So for nine months, while baby's taking all your minerals, mom Mom is depleting her saliva in one to two ways of the minerals. And then at the end of nine months, it all catches up with you. You have baby and now you have sensitive teeth or you have cavities. So in reality, this is what kind of happens when I, you know, I found this little, it's, it's called a moon rock or something like that. Um, and I was like, gosh, this is really good. Um, it kind of shows your tooth and what's going on. 
like at a, just magnified. So if you imagine the surface of your tooth and your, the surface of your tooth, even though it feels smooth, really isn't smooth. It really has these little pits and holes in it. Those are the demineralization. So this is where your saliva, and if you're using something like my dirty mouth tooth powder, something that has that minerals in it and is alkaline, that's where those minerals will fill in so that it stays feeling smooth and stronger. Unfortunately, what happens over time is if, if you stay mineral depleted and you're brushing with the wrong thing and you're eating acidic foods, this is sort of what happens to your teeth. The pits become so big that you can then, you know, the dentist needs to fill them. They get into your, your dentin and you, you need cavity, you know, you have a cavity that needs to be filled and you have really sensitive teeth. But over time, if you replace those minerals through the powder and with this one, I done experiments or I've done demonstrations of where I dip this in the powder, you can see how the powder sticks, like the minerals are sticking to this mineral rock because it, it's, it's trying to fill in the pits, fill in the holes. That's exactly what happens when you use my dirty mouth tooth powder, you're brushing with it. It's alkaline and it's like a magnet to your tooth for those areas where there's pits or holes in there. So for moms, I've, you know, I, I try to tell moms, you know, when they hear about me, I'm like, switch what you're using, brush with dirty mouth tooth powder. You can totally prevent that demineralization from happening. Even if you have gut disorder or digestive disorders, um, because you are replacing the minerals in your teeth every single day, brushing twice a day is very important. But if you really have problems with your gut, brush three times a day, that's only just going to help with that demineralization to mineralization process. So that's what's happening. You're giving them all to the little baby that you're creating. And, yeah. you know, and unless you're doing something inside your mouth, you, your teeth just don't stand a chance. They're low priority but next to baby. Mm, they're little parasites these these babies they're little parasites I know I say that people are like oh my god you called them parasites I'm like that's what they are <laughs> they take everything <laughs> absolutely yeah. everything we're so happy to give it to them because we want them to be healthy so mom just gives 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 which is great you have to we don't want babies that don't have bones right yeah can you imagine yeah. if you're if you held on to your minerals and was like I need them you can't have them We'd have these babies that come out with, you know, no bones in them and that wouldn't be good mm. or soft, brittle bones. So we give I'm everything. Always, totally. And this is why I'm always saying that conception actually starts like three months before you get pregnant, because that, you know, you've got to make sure that you've got all those minerals in first before you, you know, that, that egg pops out. Right. Totally. Yeah. And it's, we, you know, we hear a lot about omega-3 and why that's important because babies take that from you and your concentration of DHA is in the brain, but it's, it's, it's really interesting to see it from the whole tooth perspective and then cavities and everything else. So, cause that's, yeah. that's something that you can see happening. Right. Absolutely. And before you go, can I just ask you one more thing about mouth breathing? Because I hear this being spoken about so much and can you just tell us why mouth breathing is so important and also how we can mouth breathe? Because I hear well, it and I'm like, I don't know how to make this work. <laughs> so you, you don't want to mouth breathe. You want to nose breathe. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Sorry. Yes. Don't yeah. want to mouth breathe. I mean, how can you 
stop Preventing. breathing through. yeah stop breathing. Okay. thank you yeah, do yeah, you yeah. I'm just gonna hand the podcast over to you if you could just talk about that that would be great <laughs> no that's okay I, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't hearing you wrong but yes mouth breathing and and the same thing is with like masks we've been covering our face I don't know how it is with you where you are but we're finally able to not wear masks all the time you know in, in the U.S. anyway um but for so many people that still have to wear masks at works and things like that the mask breathing is very similar it is the same thing as mouth breathing mouth breathing um your nose has um a lot of um protective mechanisms in it when you breathe through your nose has the little hairs in it that's going to filter out like the the bad stuff in the and that you don't want to inhale um but you also have uh, moisture in your nose so that it moisturizes the air to go into your lungs. When you mouth breathe, there's no moisture. I, I know your mouth might feel like it's moist, but it's not the same. So it's not moist. And when you're breathing through the mouth, eventually you start to get dry mouth. And so you're breathing in very dry air and um, the bad bacteria just feeds off of that. So that, that dry air creates more acid inside your mouth. So mouth breathing is really bad because it's just going to increase the acids in your mouth, increase the bacteria load. And then that basically leads to the fallout of more cavities, more gum disease and issues like that, that then spiral internally. What you can do at night is you can, you can tape, you can tape your mouth. So if you are a mouth breather, you can tape your mouth shut and some, you know, if you have KT tape, rock tape, that works, you know, fine. And you can either cut it so that it's like uh, all the way around your mouth and it just kind of sits there so that you can still open your mouth if you want to, but it's really going to help keep your mouth closed. Or you can just put like a line right through here, you know, of rock tape and you don't, don't have to be like, it doesn't have to be squeezing tight. It just needs to be so that it's just encouraging your mouth, your lips to stay closed. You don't want to clench your teeth, want to still be apart. And you just want your lips to stay closed. That what that does is it pushes you to breathe through your nose. When you breathe through your mouth, that happens. And that throws you into your sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight. So that's when your cortisol is high and um, you, you end up in this fight or flight mode with all your stress hormones being released. So you don't want to sleep in this stressed out state. So you don't want to mouth breathe. That's para, that's sympathetic. Sleeping with your mouth closed, breathing with your mouth closed, that's, that's a parasympathetic. That's the calming. So even throughout the day, if you catch yourself breathing through your mouth, you want to reverse that. You want to breathe through your nose. That's going to put you into a, a, a parasympathetic calming state where your stress hormones go down and then, you know, your good hormones can then, then go up. You also want to know that um, when we were talking about bacteria inside the mouth and the gut, the reason that both of them need to be healthy in the, for the long term or the, in the long run is because nitric oxide production, your body produces nitric oxide production or nitric oxide. Nitric oxide is a vasodilator. And uh, that's why it's important for heart health. If you're not producing you know, good amounts of nitric oxide, your vessels can all collapse down. Nitric oxide helps keep them up, which means bigger blood supply, bigger, you know, oxygen boost. 
Um, same thing, like think about the things in your body that need vasodilation. You know, when you talk about the baby, you know, developing a baby, you, you want to make sure baby's getting enough blood flow. So, you know, it's important for moms to have good nitric oxide production, men, you know, and women for erectile dysfunction. The number one thing is nitric oxide production. Um, so lots of reasons, brain health, you know, nitric oxide production is important for clear clarity. So, but the, 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 the connection between your mouth is that the, there's a, the process of nitric oxide production is dependent on a healthy microbiome inside both your mouth and your gut, because your mouth is part of the process of creating nitric oxide production. If you have healthy bacteria here, but not down below, your nitric oxide production is going to be down. If you have gut health, if you have a healthy gut, but your mouth is a mess, you're going to have a decline. It's not until you have both of these healthy that nitric oxide production can be at a healthy state to keep you healthy. Wow. Amazing. And then if you, if you struggle to like breathe through your nose, if anyone's got like blocked sinuses, is there any way that you can, I mean, this might be, this is beyond the mouth, I guess, but is there any way that you can deal with that? Well, I would just do anything that's going to help with your sinuses. I know that there's like, um, you know, colloidal silver sprays and things like that, just to keep your sinuses open doing, you know, like the mist inhalers and, you know, misting and things like that. Mm. Um, I would definitely do that. You will probably find, you know, if you're someone that suffers from a lot of sinus infections, the, the origin of your sinus infections probably isn't your sinus. It's probably not your nose. It's your mouth. So in reality, what most people find when they switch to my dental protocol is that they no longer get the common cold. They no longer have sinus infections. Your mouth, if you know, if I turn sideways, your mouth cavity is, is connected to your nose, which is connected to your sinuses. So all three of these are directly connected that it's just airspace. So whatever's inside your mouth, it's not like Vegas. It doesn't stay inside your mouth. Whatever's inside your mouth goes into your nose, into your sinuses. So whatever's inside your mouth and your nose gets inhaled into your lungs. So you want to make sure that the bacteria inside your mouth is healthy because that's what's really setting you up for, for sinus infections and the common cold by um, breathing that stuff in. So um, most people find that when they switch and they get a healthy bacteria inside their mouth, they rarely get sick, rarely get sick anymore with sinus infections or the common cold. Wow. Your products are saving everything. It's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, thank you. I hope so. I, I'm really, I really want people to not have like stress when going to the dentist. I, I'd, I want your dentist appointment to be like, okay, sit down in the chair, open your mouth. Let's give you a clean. Wow. There's no plaque. Wow. Your gums look really good. Okay, good. You get to go home. That's really my goal. I, I grew up not liking the dentist because I grew up with a bad, you know, sugar diet cavities here. And, you know, I suffered, you know, all, almost all of my teeth have cavities in them. And um, my kids, my daughter's 13 going on 14. And my, I have twin boys that are 11 between all three of them, that filling in that one tooth that my daughter had, that was a natural cavity is the only filling my kids have ever had between them. They, none of them have any cavities. None of them have any man-made cavities. Hers was just a natural defect. So I'm very, I'm very proud of that as a mom that my kids, um, and you know, my kids, while I eat paleo and we eat, um, very healthy, they still have, you know, they eat fruit, 
in fruit sugar and um, they still have treats and it's limited, but they will have cakes and things like that. And we try to make sure that they're healthier versions, but not always, you know, you go to parties and things like that. Yeah. So well, my don't kids get aren't... me started with the parties. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, right. I, you know, you just can't get rid of everything. So it's not like, I don't want people to think, Oh, well, yeah, well, her kids probably never had sugar. No, they have. And, and you know, they've, they've hidden sugar from me. You know, you go in the room and there's wrappers and you're like, Where <laughs> so I, you know, they're not, you know, they're not sugar-free. My kids are not sugar-free. My daughter is now, but they've not had any cavities or any issues with their teeth. So I feel strongly that, you know, changing your dental program, you know, diet definitely helps. I'm not saying don't. Yeah, obviously you need to watch your diet, but we're being given um, products to brush our teeth with that are detrimental to our health. Not only are they causing cavities and gum disease, but so many of those ingredients cause cancer. They are endocrine disruptors anyway. Like they're de detrimental to your health if they get in, but they're detrimental to the health of your mouth just because they're not al alkaline, they're acidic. So they're creating acid, they're creating cavities, they're creating gum disease, and they don't have any minerals in them. They're not gonna remineralize your teeth. And then they don't cleanse the tissues of your mouth, which then gets inside your body and causes inflammation, which could cause cancer, could cause thyroid problems, could cause pancreatic problems. So, you know, when you look at the, the ramifications, switching your tooth powder is so easy. So it, it might cost a little bit more than what you might be buying off the shelf, but think of all the things you might be saving time in the dental chair, you, you know, you, you're going to be in and out, especially if you have kids time, a lot of money on dental work. Like I haven't had to pay for, you know, fillings and things like that for my kids and any kind of, and we don't know because you don't know, you know, when you're healthy, you don't know what you were saved from. You don't know if you were saved from having diabetes. You don't know if you were saved from having cancer. You don't know if you, so you don't even know the, the quantity of time that would have been involved, stress that would have been involved and financial, you know, with testing and surgery if possible and medication and all that. Not to mention once you go down that path, you feel miserable. You don't feel as healthy as you could. So, you know, it's a really simple thing to do. That's why I tell people it's so easy to make one switch, you know, and, and we didn't talk about mouthwash, but I do want to let people know that mouthwash majority of the time, I would say probably 95% of the mouthwashes out there need to be thrown out. They, they should not be put inside your mouth. They're, they're probably worse than drinking Coca-Cola, you know, to your health. Like they, they're made with alcohols and, and things that you wouldn't put in your body or shouldn't put in your body. So why are you swishing them in your mouth? They're detrimental to your mouth. So I made a gum serum, which is a replacement for mouthwash and it's soothing to your gums. And it's a little serum that goes on the, the tip of your finger and you just rub it on your teeth. All of that is a part of my dental detox kit. My dental detox kit, I put together this kit because so many people said, where do I start? What do I use? So I put together my kit, which is my dental protocol. It's a 60-day supply. You get everything that you need for 60 days. You get a morning and a nighttime mouth uh, or tooth powder. You get um, a biodegradable bamboo toothbrush, which has charcoal infused in the bristles. You also get my gum serum, which is what I was talking about. The Instead of the mouthwash, you get biodegradable. These are made from cornstarch, my toothpicks, 
and bamboo is the string. So it's all biodegradable and a copper tongue scraper. The, the tongue scraper will last you a lifetime if you just wipe it off after you use it. Scraping your tongue, getting rid of that, that nasty bacteria is gonna reduce the acid level in your mouth very, very quickly and um, reduce that bacteria count very quickly. And then because most people tell me they, they can't find a natural deodorant that works and they're tired of spending money, I toss in my um, mini uh, deodorant, it's natural, it's detoxifying um, so that you don't have to waste money to try it. And if it works great, if it doesn't, you didn't waste any money on it. So this is a dental detox kit and I'll also give you the link um, where they can save money off of that as well. But if they do wanna get the LED, they will get the chance to purchase this as well. Um, and if they don't want the LED, um, I'll give you the link straight for that. That's, it's incredible. I love the deodorant. I've started using it. I'm like rubbing my armpits and it feels so good. It's, but you, you have, and I'm kind of nervous to start looking because I know I'm going to want everything and I probably will go for it. You've got a whole range of skincare as well. I even saw on your Instagram, you have sun, sun stuff too. And I, I presume it's all like fun. natural and amazing as well. Yeah, it's really amazing. My skincare line's amazing. Um, if you ever want me to come back and do my skincare talk, I totally will. I can leave you with this for skincare. Um, I get asked all the time, what is the worst ingredient in skincare? And um, my answer always amazes people. Do you know, you want to guess what the worst ingredient might be in skincare? Oh, I, I don't even know. I just know that they're all, most of the commercial ones are awful. But what if I told you, if you got rid of this one ingredient, you would get rid of probably all the other bad ingredients as well. Tell would me. that blow your mind? Probably. Like literally, if you just get rid of one ingredient, you don't have to worry about all the other toxic skincare ingredients ever again. You want to know what it is? And then I'll, I'll come back and talk about it. Yeah. It's water. Okay. That has, but I was like, what's she going to say? How is that? How? You can't just leave me with that. No, that's, oh, that's a tease. It is. A Will you, do you promise you'll come back? I promise you I'll come back. I'll tell you water is horrible for your skincare. It's great to drink, drink it, drink it, drink it. In your skincare, it causes premature aging and it's completely toxic. And because water is in there, they have to put all the other chemicals in water and water does nothing for your skin. That's healthy on the outside. Do you not wash though? Like no, you, you can, can have wash. a shower. Washing, washing with water is fine. Like washing your face. I'm talking about inside the product. I'm talking about your moisturizer. When you read your moisturizer label and it says water, water is really bad. It, it dehydrates your skin and it causes premature aging. And it's loaded with, if you want to talk about loaded with um, really bad things, crap water, tap water is what's typically in skincare. Piss water, I call it, because when you piss <laughs> out all the drugs that people are taking, when they're pissing out their drugs, you're putting them on your skin because they have found it in, in skincare. So let's talk oh about antidepressants, birth control pills, thyroid medication. And we wonder why our kids you know, are having issues. We wonder why we can't get pregnant. Women can't get pregnant. Well, you're taking birth control pills through your skin. You wonder what, like all of this stuff is going on and it's right there. We're absorbing it. So get rid of water and I'll, I'll, I'll come back and talk to you more about it, but get rid of water, dehydrate your skincare. I created my entire line of skincare without water, without water. You don't need it. 
No, oh my God. You know what I'm going to do as soon as we end this podcast, I'm going shopping. <laughs> I've literally just finished my I'll tell my you skin what. I'll thing. connect you with Kat. I'm going to send you my um my de- my um natural facelift kit. <gasps> I'm so excited. Thank you. And you get to try it. I'm fi- I'll be 54 this year. Do you I know just- what you you came on and when you said earlier that you were 50 something, I'm like, no, you look so young. Couldn't believe it. I'm fi- I'll be 54 this year and it's truly my skincare. It's truly because I, 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 I walk the walk. I talk the talk, you know, I, I do what I t- tell people to do. And if you do what I tell you to do, you'll probably look really good for a while because I've practiced on myself. Um, and really it literally is, um, ditching the water out of skincare and using the right types of products. And you don't need a lot. Just like my, like I'm a girl who, I don't have time for all that stuff. Like, give me the basic. I just want to do what I, what I need to do, but I don't want a hundred beauty products. So I've streamlined it. And as long as you're using quality ingredients, high quality food grade ingredients and no water, you're going to get amazing results, but they, they don't want you to know that Big Cosmo doesn't want you to know you don't need 50 skincare products. They don't want you to know that they want their putting this stuff in there so that you continue to feel like you have to use it because your skin's not looking young. It's not looking good. It's looking dull. It's looking dry. I need this. I need that. No, you don't. I'm the probably the lowest maintenance person um, that I know. Like I, I rarely, I don't do anything outside of my own products and I don't spend any time, very much time on my skin at all. So wow. I'll send you it. We'll, we'll come back. We'll oh, thanks. You are coming back. I, I didn't think I could find dental talk. So interesting. And I could go on for hours. This is your passion just comes across so much and it's unbelievable what you've done and what you've created. So thank you so much. And for sharing You're all welcome. of this information. Yeah. And I'll, I'll t- teach everyone how to read a skincare label to know within five to 10 seconds, whether it's worth your time, money or your health not to mention your beauty. Um, mm. It's really easy. It's That's brilliant. Do you know what? I, I talk a lot um, through my programs about how so many of the skincare products and so many of the stuff, the things that we're exposed to can, they cause their endocrine disruptors. They can completely affect our hormones and our periods and everything. And no one seems to be talking about it. It's crazy. What they say that they will exposed to they, hundreds of toxins before they even leave the house in the morning. Yeah. Right. And, and, but women are wondering why they can't get pregnant, why, why they're, you know, they're, they, or they can't stay pregnant, you know, and, and it, it makes me sad to know that you're just possibly absorbing birth control pills and other hormone disruptors in the products that you're slathering on your skin every day. And it's not anyone's fault. They don't know, but it's women like you or people like you that get the message out, my message out that you don't have to use that. And you can actually look and feel better when you don't. So there are better alternatives. There's better options. And, you know, if you leave it up to big Cosmo, you know, big Cosmo is going to make you sick. It's, it's going to make you fat, sick, and really unhealthy. Mm. It's true. It's scary. I want to move to like a commune and like, well, like a forest somewhere and just start up my own civilization. But well, that's a whole, that's another podcast episode. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to put all the links to your products and everything in the show notes and on Instagram and we'll, we'll get the message out there and hopefully everyone will just start looking after their mouth and then their health. 
Yes. Awesome, Jody. Thanks for having me on. Just quickly, where can everybody find you? Primallifeorganics.com is where is the website. I'm on Instagram, Primal Life Org, and Facebook, Primal Life Organics. Twitter, we're on everything. Um, you know, if you look for Primal Life Organics or Primal Life Org, that's how you'll find us. Amazing. Thank you so much. And Thank we will you. see you soon for skincare. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave me a review in iTunes or your podcast app because that just means that we can grow and we can take over the world and inspire as many women as possible and get this health and wellness information out there to the masses. Thank you.